Welcome to Process to Profitability, a podcast all about the tools and strategies you need to serve your clients and grow your small business, hosted by me, Samantha Mabe of Lemon in the Sea. Join me as I chat with creative entrepreneurs and small business owners about how they built and grew their businesses and how you can do the same in a way that fits you. Let's get started. everybody you are listening to or watching the fourth installment of the designing a strategic website series and today we're going to be talking about designing your portfolio this episode is not going to be relevant to everybody because some fields don't need a portfolio on their website but if you are in a visual field I recommend that you have one on your website and we're going to go over some ways that you can make sure that the design that you create is strategic and connects with your dream clients. So if you are in some kind of a visual field where you need to show off images of your work online so that people can see what it is that you do and get an idea of whether or not your style would be a good fit for them, you need to have a portfolio. Many of us, including photographers, event planners, website designers, brand designers, know that we want to show off examples of our projects and we can include this by sprinkling images throughout our website. For example, on my homepage, I have screenshots of the websites I've designed in a, um, an iPad format. But you also want to have a portfolio of your work. So this is going to be a page or a group of pages on your website that you can direct people to so that they can learn more about what you do and what it's going to look like to work with you. So here's how you can design a strategic portfolio. The first thing you want to remember is that you need to use this page in a way that shows off the type of work you want to be known for. Many of us started our businesses and we thought we were going to do one thing and so we have lots of work that we can show off, but if it's no longer something that we do or it doesn't fit our style, then we need to make sure that we aren't including that here. It's more important to have a portfolio that reflects your style, the quality of work, the type of people you want to work with, than to have a big portfolio full of 50 projects. The second thing you want to do is to really give your potential clients a picture of what you can do for them by addressing their pain points and the transformation that previous clients have received. A lot of us in visual fields just want to show off images of our work. So we have a page full of images of our screenshots for website design or brand design with the logo and the color palette and some ways that it's been implemented or your photography where you have lots and lots of pictures from an event. But this alone is not going to create kind of a desire for your potential clients to buy from you because they can see your work and they may know that you're good at what you do, but they're not really seeing why it is that they should hire you over somebody else. So what I recommend here is that you take that page that you have created for your specific portfolio item. And this is especially useful if you're doing something like brand design or website design and 
make sure that you include kind of a before picture of your client. So what is it that they were struggling with it? What do they do? A little bit about them so that clients can see themselves in the person that you're talking about. Then you can talk about how you worked together if the process of your work is important. So for me, this looks like having a section where I talk about how we work together, um, the brainstorming sessions, the calls that we did, any special customizations that we included. All of that goes in another section. And then I talk about the transformation. So I do this through including a testimonial from my client talking about how it was to work with me. And then if you can include numbers or statistics about something, that's a really great way to connect with clients who want to make sure that they aren't just going to get something that looks good, but is actually going to benefit them. Now, for a photographer, you're not going to have exactly all of these sections, but what you can do is focus on that first section where you're talking about who your clients are and what they wanted from the thing that you were photographing. So if you're photographing a wedding, you can talk about the couple and their personalities and the type of event they were having and what they wanted to accomplish with their photography. And then talk about how you did that through your work. This really helps your clients see themselves in your portfolio. So they see that they can relate to the people that are there. And even if it's not their wedding or their specific project that they're looking at, they know that they can trust you to get results because you've done it for other people. And as I mentioned, you want to include a testimonial from your clients about their experience and their results. This speaks more highly than anything you can say on your website. So ask your clients for a testimonial. What is it that they liked? What improvements did they see after working with you? Something that's going to relate to the benefits that they got from working with you, not just the deliverables or how fun and nice you were. That is important and people need to know that, but that's not what is most important when someone's going to hire you. They need to know that you're trustworthy, that you can do what it is that you say you can do. And you want to make sure to credit anybody who worked on the project with you. This is especially important for people doing styled shoots or weddings where there are lots of vendors and you are featuring their work on your website. You want to make sure that they're all getting credit for what it is that they did, this helps you to just be a really nice person. It gives people an idea of who you've worked with in the past. So if they have hired somebody um, to design their floral arrangements and they've already, they know that that person has worked with you, that's going to help them know that you are trustworthy and that you know what you're doing. And of course, it's good SEO practice to link to other trustworthy sites and have them link back to yours. So. The benefit here is that if you credit other people, hopefully they will credit you for your work as well. And then you guys can build up some of that link juice because you are sharing each other's work and really benefiting everybody as you do so. The next thing you want to look at is if you have a lot of projects or events or whatever it is that you want to share in your portfolio, consider creating sections based on the style or the event type so that visitors can easily navigate to find what they're looking for. 
for one of my clients who is a photographer, we have a couple of different pages for her kind of portfolio. She has one for the senior girls that she photographs because they like to do lots of outfit changes and know what they're getting into. She has one for senior guys because they're mostly concerned with just knowing that their pictures are going to look good. She has one page for families and another for maternity. So she's making it easy for people who land on her website to look at the images that they're actually interested in hiring her for instead of having to scroll through everything all at once. On my own website for website design, I organize it by project. So I go through and I have a screenshot of the homepage with a description of the project on a portfolio page and then each of those links to more information about the specific project that I did that's in depth. And you want to make sure that you figure out a way that you can do this consistently. So some people have a portfolio page that then links to a blog post. Some people have a portfolio page that then links to another page of their website like mine. You can do this in a couple of different ways. The main thing is that you make it easy for people to see what it is that you do, to see the transformation they can get from working with you, and then you make it easy for them to really see examples of your work that fits what they're looking for, whether that's a certain style or a certain type of work, if you do multiple things. All of these changes on your portfolio are going to help people just look at what you're doing and evaluate whether or not it's for them. So I have three action steps for you today. Number one is to remove any projects that don't reflect your current services and style. This is so important because if you don't want people hiring you for something, make sure it's not in your portfolio. Number two is to add testimonials to each project. This should be a quick first step if you already have them. If not, reach back out to your clients and just get a quick testimonial about what it was like to work with you and what they enjoyed most and include that on your portfolio page with a headshot if possible. And number three, organize your portfolio so that it's easy to navigate. This might take a little bit more time, but it's better to have it set up so that people can really get an idea of what it is that you do and what they can look at really quickly instead of having to just scroll through really long pages of images or really large galleries. I hope this episode was helpful. Make sure you tune in next week when we will be talking about designing a strategic sales page, which is going to be a really fun episode. This is a page a lot of people struggle with, and I'm excited to share that with you. Thanks for listening to Process to Profitability. Please take a minute to leave an honest review in iTunes so that I can help more small business owners and creative entrepreneurs find the show. 